How's it going everybody and welcome to episode number 27 of Master My Garden podcast. Now this week's episode is a solo episode and it's covering the topic of floral meadows and pictorial meadows and it's a follow-on from last week's episode where we spoke about wildflowers with Sandra Cofolo and that was specifically about native Irish, Irish provenance wildflowers which is what Sandro's business Designed by Nature does and his website is wildflowers.ie and that's very very specialist that's what they do the seeds are all grown sourced harvested stored blended every step of the process is done within ireland so as i say it's a it's a irish provenance the source is known the the quality of the seed is known and you have that guarantee with them now there are other wildflowers available on the market and they would be wildflowers that you would see growing in Ireland, but the source of the seed is not necessarily Irish. And with those, you have to be careful. You just need to know that the source is good, that the, they have gone through all the phytosanitary requirements that are needed to bring seeds into a country. But as I said, they are allowed to be sold. But in terms of Irish provenance, wildflowers that are designed by nature, that's your first port of call. Then I wanted to clarify the difference between a floral meadow and wildflower meadow. So wildflowers are what we spoke about last week. And by their nature, they're, they're a little bit less impactful than the floral meadow as such. And they take, I suppose you need to come up with what it is that you want to grow and then you need to manage that. Now there's great advice av- available on those again from Sandro and he'll tell you what you need for your specific mixes. But you need to manage that meadow going forward over the number of years and the true meadow itself will change from year to year. So in year one you'll get annuals, year two you'll get biennials flowering but some of the the real nice perennial ones that you're looking to establish, they may take three, five or seven years to fully establish in that meadow. So a couple of things is that the meadow will change quite a bit over the years and the colours that you'll see in it will change as you go along. But it's it's about establishing, as I say, a native Irish Irish Providence wildflower meadow. And it takes a little bit of management to get it to that stage where you have you know, a fully-fledged floral meadow. He said there was some of them in Ireland that were 20 years on the go now and they have evolved and changed and they've been managed over time to become what they are today. And they're extremely beautiful. Uh, obviously, there's you know your, your Irish provenance seed is hugely important and you get that satisfaction of knowing that this is a true true irish wildflower meadow um if you're listening in any of any of the other countries you you can obviously there's people who are doing that similar thing in the uk the us and so on and once you you're able to find those people you'll be able to grow a wildflower meadow that's native to your own country but what we really wanted to cover today was floral meadows now floral meadows and the reason i wanted to cover it was when someone sees you know a beautiful floral meadow nine times out of ten everybody says your wildflower meadow is beautiful 
and just in terms of terminology that term wildflower meadow is not correct what these are is they're floral meadows or pictorial meadows and they are blended mixes depending on the time of year that they're aimed at they will have annual flowers biennial flowers and perennial flowers and they can be a lot of times a mix of both wildflowers and cultivated flowers so in other words they're designed to be high impact they are very good for pollinators you get a lot of a lot of single open flowers in them so they are they are very good for for pollinators and so on but they're designed to be high impact uh, highly floral and that's their purpose so it's just important to distinguish between the two of them doesn't mean like you, you often see where someone puts up a picture of a floral meadow and then somebody says you know it's not it's not a, a native wildflower meadow and you shouldn't be doing this each of them have their place and it's important to be aware of that like if you're looking for a high impact statement or you want to do it on an area like a roundabout or towards the front of a hotel then a floral meadow is a very very good way to go because you're going to get that high impact the the difference is that these floral meadows even though they have perennial plants in them they don't last long term whereas the native wildflower meadow that you're talking about is a long-term project so it'll take you a little bit of time to get to as i said the mix will change but it'll take you a little bit of time to get to a fully established meadow that will last over time but it's a mix that you'll or it's a seed that you will do once you'll sow it once and then you'll manage it through for years and years as i say some of them some of them in existence for 20 years whereas the floral meadows they will change so year one if you're sowing in the spring you'll get annuals sowing uh, flowering out in the first year and they will be high impact as i said there'll be a lot of uh, daisies in it there'll be a lot of cornflower in it there'll be a lot of a lot of high impact plants there but by the second year your annuals will die out so the color of your mix will change the the look of your mix will change and the biennials and some of the perennials will start to flower into year two and you'll get as i say a totally different looking mix but again high impact but by year three or four of your floral meadow then realistically you're probably looking at at re-sowing that because they don't from my experience last any longer than three to four years so you know you're starting a process again but you're getting that high impact so that's that's the big benefit of these they're high impact um, great for cut flowers so there's specific annual mixes that you sow every year and they're great for for cut flowers as i said but even the even the perennial mixes into the second year you'll get you'll get really good if you want to cut flowers from them they're they're really good for that suppose again just to reiterate the point that when you're buying these be really careful of your source of seed uh, especially buying online and buying from i suppose buying from other countries you have to be really really careful there and um, my advice would be not to do that especially especially from from countries far away because you just don't know the origin of the seed uh, you just don't know that the seed is safe and you don't know what you're bringing into the country so always buy from a reliable source um, some of the mixes also or the floral meadows also come with grasses in them and again for for the irish market um certainly wouldn't be recommending one with grass because ireland has an ideal grass growing climate and what happens is the grass 
will take over very very quickly so while the mixes might be designed for other parts of the world where grass doesn't take hold quite as strong if you use them in Ireland the grass will take over and it'll take over very very quickly so you'll end up with just lawn or grass and some flowers which is obviously not what you want so the best varieties the best types out there will have you know 25 to 30 varieties of flowers within it as i say a mix of annuals and perennials and you can sow them in the springtime but the best time the very same as what sandro said last week the very best time for sowing these type mixes is september and the useful thing with with doing it in september and it's something that that a lot of people don't think of but if you're sowing a wildflower meadow in september it's also the time when you're planting spring flowering bulbs. So if you get your area clean, and again, you have to do it the same way as you would with a wildflower meadow, you have to get the area totally clean. So I recommend spraying off that area completely. And you're going to cultivate it the same way as you would, almost the same way as you would with sowing a lawn. And you're going to sow your seeds. But if you're sowing it, sowing it in the September period, you have the added advantage of being able to add in flower bulbs into it. So you can you can put in your your bluebells, your snowdrops, um, tulips, narcissi, whatever it is, and you can plant them in. And if you get your you know, buy the correct types of bulbs, you can start to get your flower from your snowdrops and so on in you know January time, February time, and then your later flowering tetetets and whatnot. By the time your floral meadow is starting to flower. Uh, into March, possibly April, you're you'll have bulbs finishing flowering, and then your 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 meadow will start to flower. So, by doing that, you can actually get flower from January through to October. So that's why, well, for two reasons, September is a great month to do it because you have that added advantage of being able to do the bulbs at the same time. But secondly, uh, it is the optimum time for for sowing them. You get establishment of the perennial the biennial and the perennial flowers they, they germinate pre you know in the in the autumn time and they just sit there so when the warm the warmer weather comes in the springtime like this year for example february was was quite warm so those plants had already been germinated and they would burst on in in february so by the time march would come or certainly early april would come you'd be getting flower at that point so it gives you that you know, I suppose makes it that little bit earlier for the for the following year for you. Uh, you can sow them in in springtime, as I said, but again, you're at you're waiting at that stage of the year, so you're waiting for the ground to be kind of warm and dry enough. And sometimes that could happen in you could be lucky, and it could be happening you know sort of March time, but other years it could be April uh, and late April at that, and that means then that you might not get flower until July or August. So. September is definitely the best month for, for both wildflowers, native wildflowers, and for floral meadows. Other big point to note is that you see lots of different types of them out there. They're available in the, the pound shops and, and so on. These won't name any by, by brand, but you can just uh, shake and rake. So they're, they're telling you that you, all you need to do is open the box and shake them out, and voila, you'll have a big, a big flush of flowers. Um, nine times out of ten, that's not successful. If you have... A perfectly tilled piece of soil and you put this you know shake and rake and or whatever it is onto it give it the perfect amount of water 
and minded then possibly that is true but it's not a case of just being able to open the box um fire them out and voila you'll have a, a floral meadow it doesn't it doesn't work like that the same goes for there's different bombs out there that you again they're designed to just be thrown into an area and nine times out of ten they won't work unless you have if you've given the ground some form of cultivation because obviously seeds need to get into the clay to to get germinated and to get rooted in and by just landing them into an area it, it doesn't work it doesn't work now you can have turn your lawn into a wildflower area and this is less impactful um in terms of you know the display that you're going to get from it but if you decide that you're you're going to stop cutting your lawn or stop mowing your lawn what's going to happen is you're going to get the the weeds coming into it now it will take time but eventually they will start to take over that area and you will get an area that is you know highly attractive to pollinators it will as i say certain flowers will start to come that you didn't even realize were there and they're there all the time and they're probably germinating all the time but what's happening is that you're just cutting them and cutting them and cutting them so they never actually get to appear but by leaving an area you can create a sort of a wildflower area for pollinators in your lawn it's definitely less impactful you know it doesn't look as good as a floral meadow or a wildflower meadow but it is a way of of introducing wildflowers and obviously a way of reducing your mowing as well so I think that's kind of clarified it. So with native Irish wildflowers, the Irish sourced ones available from wildflowers.ie and Sandro is, as I say, he's the he's the go-to person for anything to do with Irish wildflowers. He knows every type of seed. He knows every type of soil in Ireland. So, you know, you'll be able to find out what will grow in your area. Um, you're always starting with wildflowers. You're always starting with clean ground. And again, Sandra recommends that you so that you you spray off that area prior to starting and that you're you're getting it into a into a cultivated soil to give it the best chance and the best time of year is is the sow in September. Then the floral meadows themselves, they're a mix, they're blended mixes of annuals, biennials and perennials, both wildflowers and cultivated flowers, and they're very, very high impact. So if you're looking for something to to look absolutely beautiful then floral meadows is the way to go personally i think if you're able to use the two of them so if you have an area if you have an area where you can get a native irish wildflower meadow uh, started that's brilliant it will look really well and then if you have an area that you want to just have a big high impact floral meadow then go for go for the the blended mixes but you will you will have to redo that after two to three years uh, and again it's not used much but it's definitely a great time if you can do it in September time and add in your your bulbs you're going to get such a huge impact from from the flowers from the bulbs in early spring through to mid spring and then your your meadow itself starting to flower going into into late spring and early summer and you'll have huge impact for that especially going forward as the bulbs multiply and as the as the mix changes always source from from good quality sources reputable sources never buy from you know places that you don't know especially places far away i have heard of of people buying very very cheap seed from 
you know sources in asia and so on and that's definitely not a route to go because you just do not know what you're bringing in the impact particularly in urban areas of floral meadows and wildflower meadows is huge they you know there's proven studies there's studies that have proven that it improves obviously the the insect population in these areas but it also improves the air quality the uh, mental health of people so people are able to get out and walk in areas that are that have you know high impact high impact floral meadows or wildflower meadows it has a positive impact on their on their mental health so you know all those things particularly in urban areas if there's if there's opportunities to to maybe take out some of these grass areas and replace them with floral meadows wildflower meadows that you know there's an awful lot less maintenance with so you're taking out that whole element of emissions from strimmers and from lawnmowers and so on but then you have this, uh, as I said, positive effect of having flowers in an area. So that's been this week's episode. As I say, I just wanted to kind of differentiate between both the floral meadow and the wildflower meadow. People have kind of the misconception that when they see this flowing uh, meadow of flowers, that they're all wildflowers. And, you know, it's just to to distinguish which one is a, a native wildflower meadow and which one is a floral meadow. And both of them have their functions. They they perform differently. They look different, really. And as I say, both of them have their function, both within gardens and within amenity situations. You know, certainly on the amenity side, when you're talking about parks and so on, to be able to reduce the, the level of mowing, uh, to take out some maybe green areas that are hard to mow and, you know, reduce the overall level of mowing and replace it with... You know, either floral meadows or native wildflowers that can be maintained going forward is obviously a good thing uh, and you know the benefits the benefits are there for everyone to see but from a gardener's perspective i think it's important that you know which is which so that you're not you're not disillusioned or you're not uh, surprised by what your results are so if you're looking for high impact high flower you're you're looking at floral meadows and best time to sow is in september you know you can mix them with flower bulbs at that stage which is a, a great time of the year to do it and if it's wildflowers again the best time is september and again you can use your flower bulbs there if you wish but most people when they're trying to establish a true wildflower meadow will will only want true native wildflowers in that and there is a there's a level of satisfaction that will come from knowing that a meadow that you've grown is truly irish irish native irish provenance uh, meadow so as I say, both of them have their place, both of them have their use. Both of them are extremely good for pollinators, which is you know, a huge point for gardeners at the moment. So um, from that perspective, both equally as good. So that's the difference between the two of them. Last week's episode with Sandro was brilliant. This week was quite a bit shorter, but it's just, as I said, to, to break down the difference between the two. If you're enjoying the podcast, please share it with all your gardening friends. We're um, 27 episodes in now. It's going really well. Getting some good feedback. As always, if there's anything you'd like me to cover, just let me know because the more topics that I can cover that you know people are asking about, you know, the more people that this podcast will help, and that's that's the whole aim of it. So, as I say, if there's anything you want me to cover, just let me know, and I'll do my best to cover it. So that's been this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and until the next time. Happy gardening.